Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The 18th Ward, so we'll visit with them in the beginning of the 11 o'clock hour. Joining us now is Dr. Cade Brumley the Louisiana State Superintendent of Education. The Department of Education released their 2023 performance scores for the state's public schools and systems yesterday. Uh, Dr. Brumley, welcome to the show. Hey, Newell. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure to join you. Absolutely. I know that a lot of folks were waiting for the new scores uh, to be released with anticipation. Looks like good news. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pleased. We've seen two consecutive years of growth. Our um, 2023 statewide performance uh, score actually exceeds, uh, is higher than our 2019 pre-pandemic number. So that's that's good. Um, but at the same time, no, like I've said before, we, we know that um, we still have a lot of work to do to, to get students the education that they need and deserve. And uh, but, but frankly, we think that we are um, poised and, and primed to do that and, and to accelerate uh, towards getting that done. Overall, any time that you can put together multiple years of positive gains, that, that's a good sign, hopefully, right? Yeah, we're, we're excited about uh, so much of the work that we're seeing out in the field. Um, really excited about the literacy work. Uh, we've tried to return to a, a back-to-the-basics approach there around the science of reading, which is really phonics-based. Uh, doing a lot of work now around returning to foundational math skills, um, thinking about the high school uh, in, in new ways to, to, to be more responsive to the needs of students today. Um, so a, a lot of good work uh, happening um, and uh, look forward to, you know, uh, what, what the future could hold as we uh, hold the line on some of these issues and then uh, introduce new endeavors moving forward. Um, how many years of kind of that changed perspective or outlook uh, that you just talked about outlining, you know, going back to the basics of reading, phonetics, uh, basic math, and spending more time there. How many years do you think it's going to take before we convince folks this is the way to go? Because there's still some naysayers out there, right? Yeah, there, there are, um, but, but we seem to be winning this particular battle. Um, we, we know that, as an example, the state of Mississippi about a decade ago put in place a series of, of reforms around literacy, uh, and those worked. I mean, the state of liter- uh, Mississippi made some really uh, strong movement in the national rankings on the literacy front uh, for their kids. And so we, uh, working alongside our legislature, um, and, and they've been great on this particular issue, working aside, alongside our state board, um, have passed a, a series of, of, of legislative instruments that, that return to the science of reading, um, really a comprehensive approach. We led the country in fourth grade reading growth on the nation's report report card, and uh, 
continue to see gains there. So I, I think in terms of literacy, Newell, we just have to hold the line on this and, and continue to, to push hard on this particular issue. Now, the, the, the next front that we're, we're beginning is this, this math shift. So if, if we know that uh, so much of this is working with literacy, how can we mirror that with math? And so for us, quite simply, it's making sure that in, in our elementary schools that we return to the teaching of foundational math skills, that we allow students time to, to build their number sense and, and, and build their math fluency. Um, and we have to we have to also uh, make sure that every student knows they're a math kid. You know, we we shouldn't have first and second graders thinking, well, I'm I'm not good at math. I'm not a math kid. I mean, frankly, every kid has to be a math kid, and we have to make sure that that that's what we are instilling into these uh, young kids. And so, doing what we're doing in reading, um, but also looking to mirror that in math. You know, it's funny, uh, as we sit around um, my group at 65 years of age, we, uh, a number of the, the members of our group still say, I wish I was a math kid. Yeah, yeah. Life generally is a lot easier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you and I may hear that. We, you know, we, in, in conversations <laughs> with friends or colleagues, somebody will say, well, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a reader or I, I, I'm, I'm not a math person or science. I don't really get it. And, and I, I understand that in conversations with adults. We naturally have tendencies to, to excel in certain areas and maybe not so much in other areas. But when we're talking about a first grader, Newell, like we, yeah. we just have to yeah. make sure that they all know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be an excellent reader. I'm going to be an excellent mathematician. You know, we, we just have to build that confidence and not, and not isolate them into thinking that they're not able to do something. No, absolutely. Now, the uh, Department of Education has embarked upon this early childhood uh, learning centers across the state of Louisiana. Uh, some positive results there as well, right? Yeah, we're, we're excited about that, too. Uh, you know, many many people don't realize that the Louisiana Department of Education is, is not just a, a K-12 entity, but we, we actually have responsibility for early care and education centers throughout the state of Louisiana. So, uh, wherever families may take a child birth to four uh, during the workday, we actually have, alongside our state board, responsibility for governance there and, and opening those centers and regulating those centers and closing those centers. And so one of the things that, that the, the legislature and the board and the department has been doing for the last several years um, is just providing um, uh, scoring for those early care centers across the state, and, and we make that available on our website at louisianabelieves.com. And so if a family is, you know, curious about, you know, I need childcare for my two-year-old, let me, let me look at various options available in my community. They can go on our website and they can look at the rankings of all of those childcare centers and how those centers score in terms of the way in which uh, they educate and care for uh, children birth to four in the state of Louisiana. So we really think that that's a good uh, transparency element, and it, and it gives families really good information when they're making those decisions. Anytime you can empower the parents with information like that, my experience is they're usually positive outcomes. Yeah, and that's and that's been my perspective on birth to four, but but K twelve as well. You know, the the more that we can allow uh, informed choice. Uh, the better off I think that, that families are going to be. I think the more that we can promote choice overall and, and give families options, 
so that they're in the driver's seat of the early care center or the school that, that makes the most sense for them. Um, I, I think that empowers them, just like you said, Newell. But I also think that that healthy competition, you know, lifts all the boats. And uh, it, it forces everyone to get better uh, within the market to, to meet, you know, the needs of, of families. Because if you're not, you know, if you're an early care center in the state of Louisiana and, and you're not doing well, you're not going to stay in business. You know, and, and so whenever we think of our schools, and in particular K-12, the more competition we can bring to those as well, I, th- I think that that's a, a positive thing to do. It's hard to motivate folks when there's no competition, has been my experience, right? I mean, you fall into this state of mediocrity all the time. Um, yeah. Because you get this false sense of security, as you just described. Right. Well, and, and, and one of the things I would call out too, Newell, we, we talked about the growth in our school performance scores within systems and all that earlier in the conversation, but none of that is possible without, uh, you know, high-quality teachers going in and, and doing their work effectively every day. So, I, you know, I want to take a moment, too, and just thank teachers statewide for the, for the work uh, that they do. And I think that they would recognize, like I do, that, you know, it's a moment to, to celebrate the growth, but, but you know, got to get back to the grind and and uh, make sure that, that we continue to improve. Yeah, you're only as good as today's performance, right? But there are a number <laughs> of highlights, uh, you know, that are out there that, that are encouraging. And I think in, in many cases probably a first for the state of Louisiana. You mentioned one about the fourth graders. Uh, is that a first for the state? Yeah, so um, our, our fourth grade performance in reading on the nation's report card, we, we led the entire country in fourth grade reading growth. Um, and, and so that's significant. In overall statewide rankings, um, we moved on the nation's report card from, from 46th in the country uh, to 42nd in the country. That's, that's Louisiana's highest ever ranking. Um, U.S. News and World Report has moved us to 41. And so, you know, we're, we're on the verge of, of being in the 30s um, in these various um, uh, organizations' uh, rankings. And so I, I'm not here to, to tell you or to tell your audience that, you know, we're excited about the, the, the status of still being in the 40s. But what I, what I can confidently say is that that's good movement um, and that we believe that with, with good, bold, aggressive policy and, and shifts and cooperation, um, we, we can continue to move that forward. Louisiana's 2023 senior class earned the first annual increase in average ACT since 2017 as the national average dropped. I saw a story about the national average the other day. I was shocked. But this is encouraging news, too, because we've struggled here in Louisiana relative to that standard. We have struggled on the ACT, Newell, and, and, and we continue to struggle uh, on, on the ACT. We we saw our first increase this year on, on the ACT in quite some time, and, and that, is, that is as other states continue to fall. Uh, if you look across the country, you'll, you'll see a, a continued decline in ACT scores. We're, we're thankful that ours um, have, have kicked up, uh, although slightly. Uh, I, I do think part of it is also holding the line on ACT and saying that these standardized tests, ACT, SAT, they, they still hold value. Um, and, and we believe that there needs to be uh, ob- objective measurement of, of performance. And whereas other, some other states have just said, you know, we're, we're not going to look at those things anymore. And um, that hasn't been the case in our state, which is good. Um, likewise, I would call out, Newell, that 
our, our students in Louisiana and high schools really did a good job this last year on advanced placement courses. You know, AP courses require a standardized test um, at the end of the school year, um, and students can participate in AP courses and earn college credit in, you know, biology or English or government or psychology, and, and those are difficult college-level courses. And Louisiana students saw a 19% increase from 2019 until this year on students scoring a three or higher. And, and what that means if they hit those scores on that AP test is they earn college credit, which means they step into their college experience already ahead of the game in terms of credits earned. Um, and it's money for the families that they're not having to pay for college courses because they already have some banked. And so we're also excited to see those AP scores rise. And those are real, right? I mean, not subject to any grade inflation or anything like that because it's independently administered. It's a national test, and, and there's no room for – there's no subjectivity uh, relative to those classes. No, you, 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 can't, you can't get in there and, and, and play with that, that data. I mean, you, you can't manipulate that in any particular way. Whenever you're talking about ACT or advanced placement, uh, those are students going in – they're taking a standardized test that's the same test in Louisiana as it is in Texas. Um, it's being graded uh, from a, you know, a national organization. And, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, if, if the student on the, that AP test scores a three or higher on a five-point scale, that, that means college credit. Um, so those are those are serious tests that cannot be manipulated in any particular way uh, locally, um, and uh, I, I think that it's a positive when kids can bank those credits for both the kid and the and the family. On the report, um, the twenty twenty three district performance scores and letter grades. There's there's a column there that says twenty twenty three letter grade. What is that representative of? So I, I don't know if I'm going to answer your question uh, accurately, Newell, but in, in Louisiana, we give um, we assign letter grades to schools and, and school systems. So if they hit a particular score, they earn a particular letter grade. And so as an example, our, our statewide score this year is a, a 78.5 up from a 77.1, um, which, which places us at a, a B statewide, B as in, B as in boy. And so what what this state has done, which I think is good, is um, provided this level of awareness for every um, system in the state and every school. They all they all get a letter grade that is assigned to um, you know their score. Now you and I have had conversations over the last year too around my push to increase the rigor of these scores. Um, I think that our schools have done a really good job of of meeting the the present mark established by the present formula. Um, but, you know, I, I had called out, along with others, uh, six months, a year ago, that, uh, you know, a belief that we need to raise the bar. Um, and that was a conversation that, that we had that ultimately did not happen at the state board level. Um, but it, it, it is something that should be considered. Can we, can we raise the bar um, in a way that makes sense to, to continue to drive improvement? Yeah. One of the reasons I asked is as I was looking through the metropolitan area on that letter grade, um, and I and I think it, they need to be singled out. Um, the only uh, parish system that actually uh, moved up a letter grade, and they moved from a B to an A, was Plaquemines Parish. So I, I just want to 
give them a shout out and kudos to them uh, there. They're not a lot of um, uh, an overrepresentation of A-rated school systems in the state to begin with, and uh, it's, it's exciting to have one in the metro area that's an A. Yeah, that's that's really good news. I'm proud of proud of the work that they're doing there. Uh, I think if you really you know dig into the data, you you can learn about growth of of individual schools and and systems. And and I would encourage I would encourage families and community members to do that. I mean these these grades and scores are available on our website at louisianabelieves.com and. You know, they, they have the ability to go in and, and, and look in different categories for every school and system, look at growth or declines over a period of time. And, and, and I just think it's, it's helpful information. It's transparent. It's raw data. Um, it's helpful. Um, and it can uh, inform, inform conversations within local communities about how to get better. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, when you look at Jefferson Parish, it's a C. Orleans is a C. Plaquemines an A. St. Bernard a B. St. Charles a B. St. Tammany a B. Um, you know, and I looked at the data for over an hour last evening, and uh, I thought it was very revealing about a, a number of different things. And it's always good to see that positive movement, right? Because y'all show last year's grade, this year's grade, last year's uh, DPS grade, same as this year. Uh, and you get to see that in any number of categories that are carried throughout this report, not uh, the dropout um, rates and all kinds of different things, which I think are very, very in- interesting. Yeah, yeah, and, and we can keep moving it forward, Newell. I mean, uh, the the meat of, of these scores has to do with a child's ability um, to, to master content as demonstrated on a science, math, uh, reading, social studies test and so i think moving forward being really prescriptive about knowing you know where every individual child is making sure their family's aware and then looking at at opportunities for high dosage tutoring for those kids if they need additional help let's get it to them Uh, we're trying to bring that to scale Uh, i think that expanding school choice opportunities uh, making sure that we have high quality uh, traditional schools high quality public charters other choice opportunities that that will also be helpful so just, you know, a, a lot of work remains, um, but but we have kind of wind in the sail to do that work. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, I, and I agree with you. Uh, I think a shout out to the teachers that are difference makers each and every day. Um, some uh, places are have bigger and, and, and uh, challenges than others, uh, but that's not to take away from anyone. Everybody's uh, hopefully working hard out there trying to trying to make a difference in this focused approach that y'all have on going back to the basics. You've heard me say this before. I think that's going to lead to huge successes if we're able to carry it forward in a consistent way for a number of years. Yeah, I, I agree, and I and I thank you for saying that, Newell, and and also just making sure that that we continue to work to ensure that every every child has access to one of those high quality teachers that you described, and uh, we have to you know we have to continue to work on that front as well. Dr. Cade Brumley, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We know you're busy. We really appreciate your time and your insight. Have a great week. Thank you, Newell. Alrighty, folks, that's Dr. Cade Brumley, the Louisiana State Superintendent of Education. We will be right back after the break. Give us a shout on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. This is Newell on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 